Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. My name is Hannah. It always is such a joy getting to share a little bit of time with you. Maybe you're listening to this on Wednesday when the episode comes out. Maybe you're listening to it any day of the week. Regardless, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to what it is God has given us to share with you. So today, in light of Christmas and the Advent season, even though we're a few days behind, we're going to talk about hope. How to have hope when it all seems hopeless. Because finding hope can be tough and placing hope in the right things can be even harder. Because after all, I mean, what is hope? Where does it come from? And why should you even have any of it? Mary, the mother of Jesus, she had every reason to be hopeless, but instead she found hope and the words of her song convey it. So no matter how hopeless you might feel right now, would you explore hope with me this today? My prayer is that you find the hope you need this season and that you're able to use today's Bible study to find hope in every season. Before we dive into Mary's story, though, let's explore what hope actually is. So depending on who you ask or where you look, you're going to find different meanings for hope. Most definitions do have the underpinnings of true Christian hope, though. Oxford, Wiki, and Webster's all define hope as, quote, expectation of or anticipation for something to happen. That's my paraphrase of all three, but you get the idea. Christian hope is the same except one big thing. We know what it is that we're expecting to happen, and we know who our hope is in. As Christians, our hope is in Jesus, and we're expecting His return where God makes all things new. Everything Every single part of our lives should reflect the hope of Jesus, and every decision we make should be grounded in the hope of Jesus. But that can be tough. That can be really, 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 I probably couldn't say really enough times kind of tough. Life's constantly assaulting you with things that are attempting to destroy your hope. Mary knew a thing or two about struggling with hope, but this young girl, she defied the odds. She's a champion for hopeless women and models what it is to find hope in a seemingly hopeless situation. So, Mary's story. Without hope... Mary was dreaming of her wedding day, dreaming of becoming a wife and a mother, setting up her new home. She had dreams, dreams she'd been hoping and waiting for, for almost a year. And then, what could be defined by the world as tragedy struck. 
Mary got pregnant. Imagine for a minute being an unmarried, pregnant, 13-year-old girl during Bible times. This sort of situation would mean she'd never be able to marry because everyone would think she'd lost her virginity. Her family might disown her. Her baby would be illegitimate, and that would mean a life of scorn and ridicule for her and the baby. And if that wasn't enough, the husband that she'd been waiting to marry would likely divorce her. She was in a desperately hopeless situation. Even the most hopeless of situations are woven with hope, though, when you expect God to do the unexpected. But for Mary, this was bad. This was real, real bad, and it had lifelong ramifications. Do you feel like you're in a similar situation right now? If so, would you write down what's going on? Because something unexpected happened to Mary, and something unexpected might be right around the corner for you as well. Let's turn to Luke chapter 1. A hopeful servant. When Mary received the news that would have made most of us utterly hopeless, she responded in Luke 1.38, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. The angel of the Lord had just told Mary that the Holy Spirit was going to impregnate her with the Son of the Most High. Um, how do you even rationalize that one? Even the most mature of Christians might struggle with that a bit. The angel's last words to Mary were, For nothing is impossible with God. Luke 1.37 Mary didn't argue or complain. She didn't wallow. She didn't try to figure out how to fix the problem. Even though the situation appeared hopeless to the watching world, Mary humbled herself before the Lord and accepted his plans and purposes for her life. I don't know how much scripture knowledge she had as a young Israeli girl, but she had enough to place her hope fully in God. The news she'd received meant she was going to be mother to the promised Messiah, the hope Israel had been waiting for. When you've received news that appears hopeless, How have you responded in the past? Are you struggling to find hope now? If so, why? Based on Mary's reply, how should you respond to whatever has stolen your hope? Woman of God, your trials lead to hope. Will you humble yourself before God and accept that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him? Romans 8.28 I know this isn't easy. It can actually be really, really hard. But I've got good news for you. Finding hope isn't something that you're supposed to do on your own. Your source of hope is already with you. Mary didn't go into hiding after hearing the news. Nope. She got ready and hurried to see her relative, Elizabeth. God knows when his children need encouraging, and I think he knew Mary, despite her humble determination, would need a little boost. 
It was the Holy Spirit who ignited Mary's hope, and he did this by causing Elizabeth to say, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. Luke 1 42b. God knew just what Mary would need, and he knows just what you need. He might use other people, his word, time in prayer, or things he's created to reignite your hope. Life is hard, and God isn't blind to this. He gave you the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is your source of hope. Romans 15, 13 reads, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. How have you been trying to find hope? How have you been dealing with your current struggles? Will you lean on your source of hope and rely on His power as you walk through whatever's going on right now? How would your circumstances change if you relied on the Spirit's power and not whatever you have been doing? You are filled with the power of God, the Holy Spirit, who causes you to overflow with hope. Woman of God, would you lean on Him? Would you hold tightly to Him? Because with the Spirit's help, even the most hopeless situation becomes infused with hope. Mary recognized the fullness of what God was doing in and through her, both for Israel and the world, and she responded by singing a song known as Mary's Song. God used Elizabeth's blessing to stir Mary's joyous words as she sang, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. Luke 1, 46-48 You might not be a singer, but would you take The words of Mary's song, those words that I just said, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Would you meditate on those? Would you sing those to the Lord throughout your day? My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. I'm not a singer, but the Holy Spirit told me I was supposed to do that. All I can do is obey. The Holy Spirit's words, they solidified Mary's hope, and she responded by rejoicing. She didn't wait until all the details were worked out or until she had all the answers to the endless list of questions that I'm sure she had. No, Mary placed her hope in God and God alone, and her hope led to joy, to boldness, to faith, and to love. 
She had joy because God was working in her life. She could be bold because the details were in God's hands and not her own. She had faith that if God said it, it would happen. And she loved because God himself was growing in her womb. Mary didn't let the circumstances and potential obstacles define her responses. How she responded was grounded in only one thing, her God. Her hope was in the words he'd spoken to her and the promises he made. Will you ask the Holy Spirit to ignite hope despite your circumstances? How can you respond with joy, boldness, faith, and love in your current situation or situations? Faith in God, who loves like no other, is the hope that surpasses all understanding. And when your hope is in God, you'll find reasons to be joyful and bold. Woman of God, you have every reason to be hopeful. And while I don't know your current struggles or circumstances, I do know your God oh so well. I've been in many seemingly hopeless situations, and each time when I placed my eyes on the God of all hope, I found hope. And after the trials ended, I was able to see all that God was doing in and through me. There isn't a hardship that I've gone through that I'd ask God for a do-over on. No, not a chance. They were hard, but they were worth it. The difficult circumstances have developed a resolute faith and trust in God that I didn't have before. They made me bold, like really, really bold, about my faith, my hope, and my love for God. And together, those things have given me a steadfast and immovable hope and joy. Will you set your eyes on God and make him your first priority? Will you pray like you've never prayed before, asking God to give you the hope that you need? Don't place your hope in anything but your God. He's the only one who can be trusted and the only one who's capable of turning even the worst of situations into a reason for rejoicing. Remember, Mary rejoiced despite having many excuses for choosing hopelessness. She rejoiced and placed her hope fully in God Almighty. If you're struggling to find hope and don't think you can do this on your own, would you go to your pastor and ask for help? And if you don't have a pastor to turn to, would you email us at the link in the show notes so that we can help you? We're here to listen, to pray, to cry, and also to help you find someone who can help. Woman of God, we love you. And even though we may not know you, know that we're praying for you. Every woman on our email list, every woman that follows us on social, we pray for you. So until next time. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, 
will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen.